And now the Dole Family Act. There's no business like show business like no business I know. Everything about it is appealing. Everything comes with a wow. Everything you got that old time feeling. And then you're feeling just like a star. There's no people like show people like no people I know. Yesterday they told you you would not go far. Tearing on just a star. And then from your dressing room they hung you far. Let's go on with the show. to the Cake and Polka Parade podcast on WFMU. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Fatty Jubbo, and I am a big blob of shit, a god-awful little wretch, and I'm smelly too. I would like for you to notice how stunning I look while castrated, stupid, and numb. Some people say I am like a fashionable hairpiece on the edge of a toilet, an immobilized mustache, a jelly donut, a shoehorned idiot with a lackluster glow. I soil myself as I deplow potatoes. It's time to look my best. It's time. 
time to look my best, wallowing in my awful stinking mess. But I have never felt better. I do. I do confess. Wait, wait, wait.
Yankee Doodle Man. Hi, 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 hi. Hello, everybody. Get Christian at the Central Intelligence Agency. Let me tell you why. Visit Millennium Park in Chicago. Then watch every episode of Star Trek, Final Conflict, Gene Roddenberry, and memorize them. Answer me this one question. Answer it me now. Why do for the pike look the same? Such a wonderful time of the year to be spindles. All those robots are coming up for the galatita. You gotta be crushed in that capitalistic country. Population control in that country. The most evil country on earth. The spindles are coming to you. You, you. What a wonderful time of the year to be spindled. Atom no Kesanki. アトム歩き。アトム走り。亀の水飲み。ダイビング。めちゃくちゃテーマ。バンピュー。ちびっこぴょんビリビリパッ。Check the time. That began to balloon. 
I want you to notice the tracks on my arms. Now, part of them are covered up with tattoos. I'm ashamed of these, very ashamed of them. I used to give myself fixes under the tongue, between the toes, under the armpits, and after a while, I didn't give a darn. But I want you to notice. Now, notice when I pull my hands back like this, notice the scars on my wrist. Notice the scars on my throat. I'm crippled in both of my hands from the times that I've slashed my wrist. Oh, how I wanted to die, but I didn't have the guts. I could no longer act. I was doing stunt work, and I was a pretty good stunt man, too. Oh, I could make a motorcycle get up and walk and talk. And I was good with horses, good with automobiles. And I had a secret desire to die, but didn't have the guts to do it. Never will forget I was in Mohab, Utah. We were filming a western. I was staying in a motel there, a lot of the actors, bit actors and stuntmen were staying at the motel. I was out on the balcony, and I heard a commotion. It sounded like a girl crying. I looked over the side... I saw a chambermaid down there, and a couple of the extras were teasing her, and they had her in tears. She had long braids, and they were pulling her braids. I told him to let her alone. One of them wised off to me, and I jumped down and jacked his jaw, and I took the girl home. She was in tears. She had four of the sweetest children I've ever seen. The second night, I took her home. I found out a little more about her. Her husband had been killed by a piece of heavy equipment. Insurance money had ran out. She had to go to work to support herself and her family. Then we'll forget we stopped off at a drive-in. And on the way home, I pulled over to the side of the road, and she hit me right in the mouth. And I says, well, what's wrong with you? And she says, well, Buster, I'm a lady, and I'm a Christian, and you'll watch where you put your hands. I did have a bad habit in those days of putting my hands where they didn't belong. But you know, I wasn't used to being rebuked. I was Sonny Austin in my sports car and my raw silk suit and my flashy diamonds and my money in my pocket. Money in my pocket. Do you know I've been sitting at the store club or Mike Romanoff's? And I've had a redhead here and a blonde over here. And I've had five grand in my pocket and a card, a blank, a card. And I've been crying. I've been the loneliest man in the world. You can be lonely. And you can be the center of attraction and eat your heart out. I had never been with a girl like this. This was a sweet Christian girl. I'd never been rebuked before. Oh, she wasn't that much to look at. If you looked at her, you wouldn't look at her twice. She wasn't flashy or nothing, but she had a beauty that only the Christian girl has. She was the kind of a girl that we want to marry, that we want to be the mother of our children. Unlike the other girls that I was married to and dated. Oh, they was beautiful. If they was here right now, you'd probably think it was a Miss America contest. But let me tell you about this beauty. If I grabbed one of these girls now by the nape of the neck and stuck her under a shower and turned that water, that nozzle, and pointed at their face, you'd see that beauty wash down the drain. First, you'd see the wig fall off, then the false eyelashes, then you'd... See, that pancake makeup would probably stop up the drain. Bunch of other things that fall off, too. It probably wasn't real. But this girl, she was for real. And I needed her. The doctors told me I only had about six months to live. And I wanted a family. I wanted my babies. I loved them. I could never father any more children. I was ate up with VD. Like I told you, when you lay down with the dogs, you come up with the fleas. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
You are listening to the Cake and Polka Parade podcast on WFMU. I am your host, Patty Jubbo. We heard some very wonderful music on the podcast this week, starting off with Uncle Floyd, with the Dole family, from the Uncle Floyd album. And then after that, we had some Wolf Eyes with Imagine Yourself as Me from the Wolf Eyes Nautical Almanac Split LP, probably the heaviest piece of vinyl I have in my collection. The thing weighs a ton. After that, Roscoe Mitchell would chant from Wildflowers to New York Loft Jazz Sessions. And then something, I don't know what it is, but it was from a Terry Plumbing compilation LP. Terry Plumbing was this ragtag, half-assed label from Chicago that packaged various noise music in various cryptic garbage. After that, Matsuo Ono and Takisha Kasugu. E. With suite number three from Roots of Electronic Sound, 1963 to 1966. And then after that, the Carnies with The Night That Was a Wash from Nine New Rides. After that, Simon Simon Fisher-Turner with The Persistence, A Memory from the Last of England original soundtrack. After that, John White gave us Autumn Countdown Machine from a compilation entitled Machine Music. And then mixed in with that was John Cook from from an LP entitled And God Gave Me a Fix. And we'll call that little passage A Secret Desire to Die. And then we ended this set off with Tom Fergus doing a track called Signature Metaphor. A seven inch Obtained from the Mutant Sounds blog, their series of what they call whacked out singles. And this was part 11. You could probably still get it from the Mutant Sounds blog. I'm Fatty Jubbo. You are listening to the Cake of Parade podcast. And let's, let's listen to some more music. Thank you. Yeah. 
wife is French. She's French. She is French. Oh my 
gravitation pulls you down to the bottom of the sea. A sea of tranquility is a nice place to be. And when the planets shift with the force of lunar gravity, it tilts you way over until you float on by. You go drifting into space until you land in tranquility.
Like so many other young girls, she won a couple of beauty contests and she was in a couple of plays. She had a little talent, but not much, and she went to California, and like hundreds and hundreds of other ones. There wasn't nothing too degenerate for her to do to get up and get her up on the screen. And she did it too. And she couldn't sleep at night. She laid over there. She had to take pills and she was a booze hound. We had a little baby. And he was crying. About three months old. And I went and got him, laid him down beside me. Stuck a bottle of milk in his mouth. I was reading my script for the next day and I popped a couple of pills. We couldn't get a good night's sleep. We had to drink ourselves into oblivion. I fell asleep. I had a long hair, I was doing a western. Next morning, she was pulling on my hair and I reached around to bop her when I looked up in her eyes and they were as big as half a dollars. And she had a look of sheer horror in them. And she said something like, John, my God. And I looked down and I knew what to expect. And my blood ran cold. That baby was laying there with its mouth half open and its eyes up in its head and it was gray, white. It was dead. I tried to breathe life back in its mouth and I can still taste the death in my mouth and smell it in my nostrils, but I want it to be there. I want it to be there. I had killed my own son. Oh, they said it was accidental death, but I murdered him as sure as I'm here tonight. And there's thousands of other people out drinking and driving automobiles and indirectly killing them on dope. We had to bury him almost immediately. The little veins are too small to embalm him. And he's buried right now in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi. I went home took my 22 target pistol and shot myself two times. One bullet missed my heart two inches. Another one hit a rib and came out my side. Pamela had more guts than I did. Later on, she did it, and she did it upright, too. She gave herself a hot shot in a bathtub. She overdosed with heroin. I could no longer act. How many times did I wish I had the guts enough to join her? But I was yellow. My courage all came from a hypodermic needle. Speaking of the hypodermic needle, you remember me telling you? I'll never get on dope, it wasn't for me. You know there's only one in 10,000 ever kicks hard narcotics, and I did it, I'm one of those one in 10,000. One out of every four school kids today in junior high and high school are on narcotics or they're experimenting around with it. The communists said they would take over this country without ever firing a shot and stop and think of what they're doing. I've seen these babies born of these mothers who've taken LSD. Little freak babies born with football heads, seven fingers on one hand, little tiny little holes for a mouth. Those babies born at their mothers are on heroin and they come out and leave their mother's wombs screaming and hollering for a fix every fiber in their body. What a way to come into the world, Londo. Well, it finally happened to me. I went from beer to vodka to pills to cough syrup to marijuana right up the line to sniffing it and then mainlining it. General Bossy, General Bossy, General Bossy, General Bossy, General Bossy, Order, 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 order
Welcome back to the show. That show being the Cake and Polka Parade Podcast. With me, your host, Fatty Jumbo, only on WFMU.org, in your case, a wonderful set of music that, that was... Caressed your ears. In this case, it started off with Carla Blay with Song to Anything That Moves. From Escalator Over the Hill. After that, C. Newman and Janet Smith with My Wife is French from a self-titled LP that you can get from the Mutant Sounds blog. It's something I've been listening to over and over again. It's a fantastic record. And then, after that, Youth Gone Mad. A seven-inch that I've had, that I've had since high school. And ironically enough, the song that I played from it, the only good song on the seven-inch, and the only reason why I keep this piece of garbage seven-inch around, A song called High School Slut. And then after that, Vaughn Elmo 
without side of time from the future language CD. And then after that, I don't know what to call it. It's a guy named John Coker, but he records on a bunch of different names, and somebody brought this CD over for me and said, you must have this CD. Rip it and put it into your computer. And I said, I don't want any of his fucking music. He puts out 150 CDs every goddamn month. All of it sounding very similar, lo-fi, and just blah, 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 blah. So I, um, I put it, I... I appeased my friend, and I ripped it into my computer. No track titles, no name. I didn't bother to, to do anything with it. But, you know, I, I was listening to my collection, my vast music collection. And that song caught my ear. And foolish, foolish me... I have no idea what it is. Just that guy, John Coker. After that, Jean Yves Labat with We Were Crazy from the M Frog LP. After that, Cecil Luther with Pop Electronique number four from Liaison's Electronics de Cecil Luther. And then we went into our uh, a visitation. Yet another visitation from our friend John Cook, who we heard earlier in the podcast. You know, John Cook. The guy who, who, who got a fix from God. And this little um, portion of his speech we'll call Born with a Football Head. And mixed in with that was Corviria. With trauma infant, infantile from psychoanalysis. And then it went into uh, various locked grooves from WFMU's Locked Groove LP. And then after that, Ake Hodel with Numero Bad Brish from Ubuweb. And then this set, this entire episode of the Cake and Polka Parade podcast with your host, me, Fatty Double, and WFMU, ended with Lake of Dracula. With Dracula killed Frankenstein from the Skeletal Remains CD. I am Fatty Jubbo. You have been. Well, actually, you're still listening, but it's going to end soon. The Cake and Polka Parade Podcast on WFMU. I probably will not have an opportunity to do any podcasts for the next month, month and a half or so. Maybe I'll squeeze one out, but I don't think I'll have time. I'm a busy guy. I, I gotta do stuff. I'm moving my entire house down the street, packing my bags, going down the street. To a much, much more quiet location. No more kids yelling! Goddamn kids. Me. Fatty Jubbo says goodbye to you. And I hope, 
I hope in January, where it's 2010. Closer to death, two years till we all die. I hope you have a wonderful new year if I don't speak to you before then. Well, actually, I've never spoken to you. Maybe I have spoken to you, but I have no idea because I'm actually not conversing with you. I'm pretending I am in my living room, acting like a fool, pretending I'm on the radio. I don't know how many listeners. I don't know. I don't know who listens to this thing. I think about 50 people. Am I doing this for 50 people? I, I take time out of my day just for 50 people. I deserve better than that. I deserve the world, motherfucker. Me, Fatty Jubbo, on WFMU.org. The Cake and Poker Parade Podcast. Goodbye.